There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Monday mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to Mizzy Bender, and today is going to be a fascinating show because I have two people with me here. I have special guest, Mr. Magic. Hello, hello. And we have Spencer. Hello. And uh, we have a, a really interesting journey to share with you guys. So these two, gen two gentlemen that I am sitting with have known each other for an extended period of time, so they're going to share their story, and then we're going to talk about how we got to this moment here. Well, you should give a little background about Mr. Magic well, Rocks for people somebody, who don't know. I don't know. Somebody. I guess I, I guess I'll fill in a little bit of back of the background. Is um, I met Magic. Oh God, probably uh, how many years ago? Five years About ago. Five, yeah. And I uh, was looking for a venue to use for mind bender parties, and lo and behold. Uh, Somebody called me up and said, hey, I happened to come across this spot. You should check it out. And uh, needless to say, I kind of went to check it out. And I tried calling once or twice. Nobody answered. And then I think I just walked in your door. Yeah, you, you knocked. And uh, I knocked on the door in the back of this abandoned warehouse, you know, in a, a real shady part of town with a parking lot where, you know, next door I think they were selling crank. Yeah, were they? <laughs> oh, they definitely were. I hope not. <laughs> right out that barber shop, bro. <laughs> you laugh all day long. And uh, lo and behold, I came across what happened to be a beautiful dungeon setup. And uh, a, a, a kink master of the type, and uh, we've been working together pretty much since then. He, he actually, after like the second go round, gave me the keys to his building, and we kind of communicated very perfect. And uh, it's been a very good relationship for years. It was an interesting start for sure. Yeah, it was, <laughs> uh, it was a random cold calls to a private venue. We didn't yeah, I was like, who the heck is this? I don't. I don't know who this is <laughs> and you, you uh the connection was a light one so you had a hard time like describing how you got my number yeah well you know i didn't really want to describe how <laughs> i got the number you know i was trying to keep my friend undercover <laughs> wait so i mean so that was five years ago but mm -hmm. clearly your 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 journey in life as i learned tonight started much earlier because i mean oh yeah i mean i don't not i don't speculate on anybody on anything i don't know why i didn't know that you weren't that you were Polly, I had no idea about that. You know, you talk about your girlfriend, and you know, sometimes I'm like, wait a minute. Girlfriends. Yes, no, I know, but sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm like, is he still talking about the same girl? And I, but I never, I never thought anything different, because there are some things that cross over, and I'm like, wait, it doesn't matter, tangent, in any event. So, like, that was a learning for me tonight. You, mm -hmm. you were in, you made porn, you created i don't know what it was but so please just tell us about yourself sure uh well from a from a kink standpoint i've been active in the, the local kink community for a little over a decade um poly wise uh in one form or another for again close to a decade at this point um as far as like my journey wow it's, it's been it's been an interesting ride um i came into the, the local long island community 
Uh, I liked what I saw. I wanted to be a, a part of it. I wanted to help it grow. I wanted to help it, um, you know, become a more uh, established thing. But before that happened, when did you know you wanted to be part of the kink world? Oh, God. Um, later in life. I'm, I'm 42 now. Uh, I probably didn't start realizing maybe my late 20s. That you were a degenerate? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, well, no, because I always knew I was a, a perv. But, but like... Even being aware of, of the, that, that that world existed. Yeah. Right? Um, I, I came across it very, very accidentally. One of my buddies is, uh, you know, a perv as well. And he sent me a website link one time. And he's like, hey, you know, you got to check this site out. There's a lot of really cool people on it and some really great photos and, you know, whatever. And, and that, that website was FetLife. Oh, okay. So that was my first experience with, like, the kink world outside of pornography. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this isn't, this isn't just something people do to, you know, to make money. This is something that, you know, isn't a lifestyle for people. Yeah. Um, Wait. So, just a quick question on FetLife. Did it look ex Did it look like it was now? Like, was it? I mean, like it when was you pop similar. on, like you get all like the you get all the pictures and everything immediately, or was it? No, no. So, so back then it was a matter of who you who you were connected with. Mm. Uh, more kind of like Facebook and the fact that there was a feed. Yeah. So if you weren't friends with anybody, you didn't have connections. You didn't see a whole lot. Yeah. Um, you kind of had to search a bit. It's much more user friendly now than it was. Got it. Yeah. Um, but it was still a, a good resource. There was a lot of groups. Um, a lot of events and, and classes were listed there, so uh, you know it was it was a good you know good front experience. And, and I think one of the the first things I did uh, once I you know got the balls up to actually go out and do something uh, was was go to a class. And I, don't, I actually don't remember what it was. I, I think it was an impact play class because uh, I, I did a, after that one I did a couple like really really quickly after each other. Um, and I, I went and I saw a bunch of diverse people from you know. 20 years old up to I think one woman there was like 76 uh, and, and all talking about it like it like it's just yeah this is what we do I mean, this is like casual Tuesday you know talk about spanking um, and it was it was mind-blowing you know it was, it was very eye-opening uh, a couple of those um, went to a couple munches kind of got to know people what exactly is a munch oh um, so you know you think about a um, after work you go out for a couple drinks with some friends right like uh happy hour or whatever it's just like that except that everyone there is kinky mm -hmm. and so it's just a place to kind of meet and greet in a non-threatening place right it's public so they can't do anything to you so it's a vanilla event it's it's in a vanilla venue yeah yeah, okay. yeah. so usually it's at like a diner or a, a restaurant that that's comfortable hosting a larger group with separate checks that's yeah. usually the big catch i gotcha i gotcha okay um and yeah just a place to kind of get to know each other so a lot of people will use it as ways to uh, vet out a new partner maybe, right? See how they act in public before you commit to going over their house or as a networking thing to find uh, more parties or more events or more classes, right? Or even just a, I enjoy being around these kinds of people and being able to talk freely, you mm -hmm. know, any one of those things. Mm -hmm. um, so being I, in your element, just being in your space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. not, not feeling, like, like Spence said, not feeling like a degenerate, Yeah. right? Feeling like an actual person. Well, it's belongs. okay to be... Exactly. Special. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Le left of center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's everywhere we special. Um, Magical. So I did a couple of those, and uh, I had a really good time. I met some really great people. Um, Where did the name Magic Rocks come from? Oh, okay, so uh, when I first made my profile, I had been in, online since I was, you know, 13 years old, pre-internet days. My BBS is way, way, way back before AOL was even a thing. And I had used a name that was similar to Magic Rocks. 
And I didn't want to go into this world that I might not like or I might not feel comfortable using the same screen name so people could connect the two people. Uh, mm -hmm. So I just kind of changed it a little bit so it was just different enough that it didn't overlap. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and that was it. You know, so it really just by chance. Yeah, all right. By chance. So, wow. So you took quite, I love learning everybody's history <laughs> and journey, but I mean, I'm sure so much happened in between all that. Like, how did you know that you wanted to open up a dungeon? Hmm. Well, I didn't. <laughs> Not at first, anyway. Um, I went to a couple parties and they were in a lot of the house parties. Uh, a couple of them rented out like bars for the night, that kind of stuff. But there wasn't any space that was dedicated just to kink. Mm -hmm. um, and so running a party meant you had to truck a bunch of equipment in. You had to, right? <laughs> Boy, right? that sounds familiar. <laughs> Lay it all out, right? Um, and then take it all down. And it was just very interesting to see the effort everybody went to for something they loved, which was great. I looked at that and said, you know, it would be so much better if we had a place locally that could be ready to go on you know on any moment and you can have parties there regularly without a problem and you know the bars some of the bars were really nice but because they were bars some people tried to walk in off the streets so you had to have security at the door right it was nice to have this this space that was dedicated to this community without any of those headings yeah um and so that's that's why i eventually decided to do it um was because it was just a chance to to be not only a party venue but a community center right place for classes a place where we did movie nights we had, uh, we had classes, we had uh, social mixers, we had uh, mentor-mentee nights where people could kind of like speed date to find a mentor, all sorts of stuff like that to kind of really help. Yeah, the yeah, photo studio. Yeah, yeah, and we ran a photo studio. The photo studio. Yeah. That's beautiful. fantastic. And wow. it was some little space. It, it really was, what a what a wonderful space it was. 2,700 square feet packed in, but uh, yeah. but it worked. My yeah. goodness, when you think back though, when you think about all those things that you just mapped out that you covered, doesn't that make your heart feel so warm that you accomplished something like that? That's oh, fucking yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I had a great time doing it. Um, you know, there's bumps in the road like anything else. Yeah, but... But it was great. Yeah, so why did it, why did it close? Uh, well, it, it, it closed because the building got sold. Uh -huh. um, I had a really... Uh, and, and, and then, lo and behold, uh, I'm part of turning it into the complex that it is today. Yeah, he's working <laughs> on the building. The, the building that, that where his old building is, i have that's one of my job sites. Oh, how interesting. <laughs> so then you... That, isn't that such a weird small world? <laughs> small How, world, like, yeah. everything connects back in some sort of way or another. But, okay, so the building closed. Mm -hmm. Were you, like, heartbroken that now, like, your business was turned over? No. Or? So, interestingly enough, when I came into it, the the building owner was looking for um, a short-term lease because he was already in contract to, to, you know, sell the building and knock it down. But there were administrative things in the way. They had to do impact studies, all this stuff. So, he literally told me, hey, chances are the building will be sold in a year. Oh. Are you okay with that? And I said, yeah, listen, as far as I'm concerned, this is just an experiment anyway. I have no idea how I'm going to do with this, how well it's going to go. So if it goes well, great. You know, I'll, I'll figure out how to move somewhere else. If it doesn't, well, I know at most I'm on the hook for a year, no big deal. Mm -hmm. Well, administrative delays and county licensing and all that fun stuff, we actually ended up being there for three years. Mm -hmm. um, so it went much longer than we expected uh, and, and you know, quite happy about that. When the building got sold, um, I have a vanilla job. You know, I, I work during the day. I was going to say, you actually, I think in the beginning because you were there for uh, you guess three years mm -hmm. 
I was probably there, what, about a year into you being there, I think. A little less than a year, like a eight, less nine than months. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think at that time you might have been changed, might have been exploring a, the newer position. Yeah. Yeah, I think at that time, if I recall. Mm-hmm. So I got I got a promotion at work that required uh, multiple time a month travel, and I knew I couldn't do both. Yeah. So the, when the decision to relocate came up, I, I kind of you know I crunched the numbers. I looked at my staff and the people that I could rely on for more, you know, taking more of it over and it just, it just wasn't there. Yeah. Um, so, so I made the decision at that point to, you know, to hold off. I was relatively recently married. I only married for about two years. I mean, now I'm divorced, but at the time I was working on that family, Yeah. that kind of stuff. And so it took a backseat. Yeah. So, I mean, when you sit here today, are you like, do you wish you still had it or are you, or are you okay that it, it, it kind of went away? Um, I mean, I'm okay with it. It was ultimately my decision, so yeah. I, I could have chosen. You know, to I was going to say, in these times, it's probably not a bad thing. Obviously, yeah, no headaches there. Be carrying the overhead of a, of a facility right now. For yeah, sure. that'd be a different story. But um, in general, though. But I don't. I don't regret it. I think. Um, do I wish I still had it? Sorry, that was your original. Do I wish I still had it? No. No, I wish I had made a couple different choices while it was open. Yeah. Um, but do I wish I still had it? No, I'm okay with being where it is now. Um, and, and likely I will open something else in the relative near future. Uh, but it was good to kind of take a step back, evaluate, look at what went right, look at what went wrong and, and, you know, consider how I would do it differently. Yeah. And, uh, I have a much better idea of, of even what I want out of it in the long run because, um, going into it, it was in, in a lot of cases a matter of. I don't even know how this is going to turn out, right? I don't know. This is this is ideally like the basic things I want to get out of it. But what does that even mean? Well, do you want a partner? I love this. <laughs> no, um, I, I jokingly say it because you, I sit here with a smile because like I just find this stuff to be fun. Like, yeah. you know, we were sitting here before and I was showing my marketing calendar and I was like super excited because I was like, oh my God, you know, like I, I, I called it my content calendar, but I guess it is my marketing calendar, whatever. But it's just like when I hear like different things and long-term goals and approaches and stuff like that and to be able to go back to something that you had but with such different learnings and such a different perspective on life yeah. and you could just sit here and know how amazing that you're going to make it be because the amount of years that have passed by that you could just think about it oh no that didn't well, work well it's, it's also experience and, it's just crazy and, yeah, it's I exciting mean, it's, yeah. and, and the interesting thing about that is no matter how much I mean three years is a decent amount of experience it's not a ton but it's a decent amount no matter how much I learned, when I when I do it again, it'll be different curveballs. Oh heck yeah! You know, different scenarios. But at least you have a the the good thing is is like you have a foundation, so you know at For least sure. the foundation of how it operates. So anything from there, because there's a, certainly, especially now, as we say in in the COVID times, yeah. and I don't know when your thoughts were. I would imagine times are going to be like this for a while. All business thoughts are going to be yeah. completely different from then, which makes it even more exciting. You're like, oh, I have a baby, but it's going to be so brand new. <laughs> brand <Yeah>. new. <laughs> and it, it's also opportunities to think about diversification, right? When I look at a lot of the other venues that were open right before COVID happened, um, some of them are struggling. Mm. And not, not necessarily because they had a bad business model or because they had, uh, you know, they, uh, they didn't have the, the following that they needed. It's just legally, they're in a bind, right? They can't do a whole lot right now. And Regardless of what what end of the argument you're on, or what you know what part of the, the political spectrum you're on, at the end of the day, if you're that business owner, that's difficult. Yeah, yeah. right. You got to deal with that. Yeah. So, is it the worst time to not be open? No, definitely not. Nope. Um, but it also opens a lot of a lot of thought processes, right? Because now I, I don't want my revenue, assuming I open again, to be purely 
in person only. Mm -hmm. Because God forbid something like this happens where I have to close. Yep, you have to have a dual model. Some some other way to bring in mm -hmm. revenue. So that opens up things like online classes, right? Zoom based or, or Google Hangout type classes. Um, you know, personal mentorship uh, or, or in-person demos and, and walkthroughs, those kinds of things can, can be a little bit more open. Uh, private rental. We kind of dabbled in that a little bit, you know, by the hour kind of a thing. By uh, the night. By the night, yeah. Mm. Um, and then that worked out okay, but how would I market that better in a way that is, right, more, more like a hotel where I can sanitize between events and, you know, leave enough time to take care of that and still, you know, still bring something in. Mm. Um, so those are all thought processes that when I closed wouldn't have been on the table for me. So I'm glad that I had that time to kind of rethink things in between, mm. for sure. Oh my God. So as you map out all this business stuff, you know, we only touched upon a little bit of your, your journey. And I mean, this isn't going to be the last time we're talking to you, but, um, you know, so you're talking about all your business stuff and that's actually kind of one of the ways that you and I ended up connecting. Yep. So, you know, interestingly, you know, you guys, you talked about yours and Spencer's journey and, uh, in the middle of, I, th it was, it had to be like early COVID time because we were still on lockdown and we were still kind of yeah. being a little bit cautious. You were making, and you still do, the 3D printing stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you had made this like really, really amazing, it was like a three skull thing. And I was like, oh my God, Spencer would love this. So I reached out to you, made all the, you know, connections of like, we got to go, at, you know, come meet, pick this thing up. And so I say to Spencer, oh, you know, by the way, we have to go to his house to go pick up the skulls. And now normally, I should say, I would never under normal circumstances ever do anything of this sort. Like I would never make plans with somebody that Spencer knows mm. without him being involved in it. But the way that he's always spoken about you has always been in the highest regard. And my interactions with you that I already had, you know, it was a very comfortable thing. So I, I whatever, but I just wanted you to know that because it's something I would have never ever done before. And so, you know, so I tell him, you know, this is what we're doing. And I'm like, yeah, all right. I yeah. can't wait. I haven't yeah. seen him in a while. But he actually spent, he didn't know why we were coming. He didn't know what we were getting from right. you. He just knew we were coming to you. So, so wait, I could have just given him a brick in a bag and he would have known? Maybe so. Oh, man, I had no yeah. idea. He had no idea that that's what we were going. You I know, because. that motherfucker black. <laughs> like, you, know, right? Listen, yeah. this is my thing. You know, like, I'm not really one for gifts mm. or, like, I'm not one to buy, like, I'm not a materialistic person, so it's really difficult for me to buy things for other yeah. people. That's my challenge. It's not good. It's not bad, but that's just how I am. And so when I saw that skull thing, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be, you know, so awesome for him. So to be able to surprise him in just like a, such a small way was really important to me. But what ended up happening was, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. oh, they painted and everything. But what ended up happening was, is when we had gotten, you know, to your house and we were talking through things, you know, Spencer just happens to ask you if you knew anything about podcasting because I had just recently started the podcast and I was lost in, like, lost in the woods. Right. Like, I had no idea what in the fuck I was doing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, so, so I can ask you from that, from that moment to we sit here today, I, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are <laughs> on, on the path because, yeah. you know, like listening to your business, I'm very excited about business. Business makes me happy. And there's just something inside me that just makes me very, like, giddy as, like, a little girl. You know, I don't know what it is. Is it the money or is it the actual organizing? It's, no, no so it's the organizing. It's the organizing. It's the organizing. Because I'll tell you what, like, you know, I'm investing in my business right now. And so you can imagine there's no return just yeah. yet. And so, no, like, I passionately just love 
to just strategize and like think like how far can this go? What are the demand? This that. Dude, and so, her, her her notebooks, her plans all day, every day. I good. see them everywhere. It's yeah, amazing. It's and so you know to know that you, ha- I mean to know that you have a very similar business thought. I was yeah. like, oh my god, wait a minute, I could tap into somebody's brain. And so somehow we kind of just started talking business. Well, so uh, well then you found out a little bit more about. His other aspects of life. Yeah. So, so like my, my day-to-day, my normal, uh, I would say vanilla job, right? The, the job that I do um, for, for a normal paycheck is, uh, is, is training. It's business training. So I, I handle um, people who work in the financial world, help them set up their practices, uh, teach them how to acquire new clients, that kind of stuff. So when you asked me, you know, do you know anything about podcasting? I had been on a couple podcasts before. And, uh, you know, I roadied for bands when I was younger, so I know, you know, a decent amount about audio. And you were basically asking me, hey, can you help me with the business side of this, right? And do you know what you did? Yeah. Oh, I And I carried it. It's in my book. (laughs) My handwriting's terrible. It's in my notebook. (laughs) It stays in my book because I'm like, and I haven't tackled them all yet, but it's slowly, when you go down the list, I'm slowly getting there. I don't mean to interrupt you, but you... Not at all. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's kind of what it was, right? Like... It was really just helping you find your framework, mm-hmm. right? Because ultimately, you're you're going to paint this house how you want it. You're going to put up the pictures how you want it, right? But if I can help you with the scaffolding and get you so you're in a position to build it the way you want it, that was that was all I was looking to do. Um, and you, you've come back a couple times, including today, with with questions, which is great. Um, and it's it's if you're asking my opinion, I think you're doing really well. Mm-hmm. You know, for for someone who has zero experience in the industry. And kind of came in because you were passionate about it and wanted to really um, make something of yourself when it comes to the podcast. I can't speak to the other yeah, yeah, like the other avenues. Yeah. But well, you know me long enough there on the other yes. avenues, so it's you know you have come such a long way in, in what is relatively a short period of time. And you know, I, I have a couple other friends who have podcasts. Um, my my girlfriend actually has one, and I, I look at your your listenership uh, purely numbers, right? You're you're doing very well. Um, and, and when you hold that list, you say, and not all of it's done yet, you're doing very well in a short period of time with, without having finished that list, that says a lot about what your potential could be. Yeah, and that's what excites me. Cause when, and it's funny, cause, and thank you, that, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts, because that was very uh-huh. kind of you. Um, when I think about our conversations, because I really do, like I make sure I always come back with a follow back. If you suggest something to me, I thoroughly think it through and I'm like, okay, wait a minute, what's going on here? And 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 in the quick conversations that we have, because sometimes that is what it is, mm-hmm. like there is a very specific takeaway that's come from it. And so I feel really happy about the engagements that we have and, and all the funny. guidance that you've provided to it because... I mean, it sounds silly, but I'm like, happy, you're good people. Yeah, I try. Yeah, you <laughs> good but people. That's like the whole point of the matter, you know. And that's why I love the lifestyle, and that's why I love what I do, and I am passionate about it. Because when you find the people who mm-hmm. ultimately are on your side and on your team, and just are happy in life and enjoy what they're doing, and you could do it together, it's it's just incredible, and you could do amazing things. Well, I think you hit on a really important point, right? So, so earlier you asked. Um, you know, when I knew I was into kink and then, and then why, you know, why I took steps further and really ultimately at the end of the day, everything in life, business, personal, all of it's about connection, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's connection to your pets, connection to your family, connection to other people in the world. Mm-hmm. And when you sit down and you say, Hey, you know, one of the things I love about the lifestyle is the people you meet. If, if that's how you feel about a thing, 
you're going to keep doing good at it because ultimately if you're happy doing that thing, you're happy with the interactions you're having, having you're happy with the people that you're meeting, what reasons do you have not to keep doing it other than money, mm-hmm. right? And the money, everybody worries about the money when it comes to things like this. The money will come, mm-hmm. right? If you build the relationships and you build the brand in a way that you're welcoming, you're inviting, and you're providing something that people want, at the end of the day, the money shows up. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to small business, a lot of people go in of any small business, right? Not just a, a podcast, but a restaurant, a retail store, it doesn't matter. They go in and they, they only think about money. And I'm not saying don't think about money, you have to, yeah. right? Obviously it's a resource. But if the only thing you're thinking about is money, then really all you're doing is churning, right? You're bringing in and out, in and out, in and out, and repeat business becomes a problem, repeat relationships becomes a problem, and growth becomes a problem because you're in a position where your only focus is on numbers. Mm-hmm. And I say that as, as a business trainer. No, you become stagnant in your own, in your own chase. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you cut out the, the creativity factor. You cut out the outside input. And, and while I, I think it's good that you've gotten uh, takeaways from the things that I've said, I, I also, I, you know, I listen to the podcast. Um, not every episode, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah. but I listen to it. And I, and I don't say this in a way that is, uh, I'm, I'm upset about it. You don't take every piece of advice I give you. And that's good. Yeah. You shouldn't. It's not my podcast. It's yours. And you know, you take something that you like, or even take a piece of something that you like, and then you make it your own. That's the key. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. totally the key. Yeah. And I, you know, listen. Like I've, I, I think I am a firm believer in collaboration, and it takes a team to get to where you yeah. want to be because you don't know everything, and so you got to be able to be open minded. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to take constructive criticism. For I sure. think everybody is allowed to have the conversation that they want to have if it's delivered in the most appropriate way. Yeah. You can explain your thoughts and your feelings and make sure that you're tackling it and have a great conversation at the end. Maybe agree, don't agree, and maybe the ideas aren't even on the board at all anymore. Mm-hmm. But at least you were all able to have such an open conversation 100%. because when it comes down to being innovative and doing all these different things you have to think so far out of the box and it takes so many other people's minds Mm -hmm. to get there because exactly like you said you could say one thing but Spencer could say another and then the two of you come to this grand idea any one of those things and taking it even a step further than that even the people who who say things that you don't like still have something to teach you yeah no 100% you know at the end of the day what what you should do is important, but also what you shouldn't do mm-hmm. is important. Yes. Yes. And, and being able to differentiate that. And listen, as much as I agree with you, it should be presented in a in a acceptable way. Yeah, it's not. I always... think we all know that not not how it always yeah. goes, right? Yeah, no, hundred percent. Sometimes it's a beer bottle upside the head. Yeah. Yep. And, and, <laughs> yep. hundred percent. And that's okay in the grand scheme of things because if you can look at that negative experience and say, where where did it go wrong? Right? Where did mm-hmm. it go off the rails? And how can I make sure that it doesn't go off the rails the same way. Yeah. It'll go off the rails again, no matter yes. what. But how do I make sure it doesn't go off the rails the same way? And if it does, how am I going to change the way I deal with mm-hmm. it? Right? How am I going to be better at that? Yeah. Self-reflection, I do all the time. Yeah, and it's important. I try all the time. Da- daily assessments in the beginning, for sure. Yeah. And then, and then you know, as you get more established later on, at the very least weekly. Yeah. Look back on your week. What did I get out of it? How, how did it work for me? How did it work against me? How do I change it? How do I grow? Yeah. No I bet, you know... So I will say, had it not been for, you know, yourself guiding me along the way and, you know, Spencer in the backbone here, I would not be sitting here today, I don't think, because mm. it, you know, it was really difficult to find 
somebody that you trust rely on to give you like the right kind of information to be able to like keep that motivation for because like every movie make is scary sure yeah yeah and the moment that like i officially now i i bring this up and and make this as a point so like when we first started having this conversation it really was i want to say it was probably like april no wait march april and the podcast didn't independently launch until january 1st Hmm. So if you think about how much time it took me to research and understand the process to get to the point where I felt comfortable enough to even launch it, it's just like kind of super exciting and just, I don't know. And so to be able to record the podcast with you, you know, recognize the moment, kind of like journalize it for a second is kind of cool. Yeah. And and honestly, that... that... And, and, And to think you're just starting. Yeah. So this is to think think you're just starting and the growth of every aspect of yourself um, and everything you bring to the table every day um, is is really impressive to see. It's been fun. Thank you. And hopefully it's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. If If it stops being fun. Make a change. Yeah, then we got to change something mm-hmm. up. Make a change. And with that being said, so I am so thankful that you, you know, joined us today because, like no I problem. said, this was a really memorable moment. It was important to document it. And this is not going to be the last time that we speak with you. Well, what if I don't want to come? But please, <laughs> I want you to. All right. Okay. And so we're going to talk about that after, you know, we hang up from here and everything. So if, if there was any final notation that you would give the audience right now, like what would it be? As far as anything. starting a business, where, anything where, uh, and anything. where people can find you if yeah. they want to oh, sure, sure. some of your classes. Yep. So, so I'm on I'm on FetLife. I'm on Instagram, both under Magic Rocks, M A J I K R O X X. You can send me messages there. That's fine. You know, whatever. Uh, as far as like leaving advice or, or, or takeaway, I would say um, take a risk. Yeah. Take the risk. What's the worst that can happen? Right. That's, that's really the, uh, I think, the, the way to look at things. Go to that munch, take that class, talk to that person. Be respectful, right? Always be polite. That's super important. But take a little bit of risk. It's yeah. okay. And ask the questions. If you don't know, ask oh, the always questions. always ask questions. It's super important. Before yeah. you get involved in any of this stuff, if you're just a beginner, everybody welcomes the questions. So reach out if you want to. Just say it one more time what the screen names were. Yep. Magic Rocks. It's M-A-J-I-K-R-O-X-X. All right, you guys, until next time, I will talk to you so soon. Have a great day.